damn, Adam, these edibles ain't shit. Bruh, you just gotta talk smack about them. Then they'll start working, right? I'm not feeling anything, Jackson. Are, are you feeling anything? Wait, what? These weren't just brownies? Dude, you know I operate heavy equipment. I can't do drugs. You didn't bring one for the fuzz? Whoa. Who's that tall European man over there? Whoa! Whoa! Here in my garage. He's got this, uh... New Lamborghini. It's how to trade it. Well, wow, how about that new theme song? Thank you, Jack O'Mori, for composing Fire. our new theme song. That, that is awesome. Been bumping that. Freddie, have you been bumping that theme song? Listen to it every day before I go into work. Nice. 3 a.m. Makes me want to punch a wall. 3 a.m. Do you work out before you go to the gym? Or, or I'm sorry, Do you I work, work out before? before? Yeah, These are edibles, before man. I go to the gym. I work out after I go to gym. Before and, I go to work, and, after I And work, then you go to work. work. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, listen, when you're the kind of guy that I am, you don't want to just be successful in business. You want to be successful in uh, muscles. You want to be successful Mm -hmm. in ladies, you know? Yep, 100%. Yeah, I'm saying. Do you sit on the size ball at work? Oh, yeah, you got to get, like, some, uh, a little bit of motion going, you know? Have you ever seen the the movie um, American Psycho? A couple times. I lived it. Good. Yeah, I see very little like satirical value in that. That's pretty much exactly what my routine is. Yeah. The only part I didn't like is when he shot the homeless person. Everything was shot too. Oh, uh, yeah. See, they all blend together for me. <laughs> but, you know, everything else, totally above board. Um, he's a good guy. He's just, uh, you know, he's living in the American system. It's a shame he's not real. Or is he? <laughs> you never know who is real and who isn't real in this world. I thought Freddie wasn't real, but here he is with us in this in this office building. Yeah, I mean, it it kind of there's a lot of people that think Jesus Christ isn't real. That's true. And that's just the biggest lie. There's literally a book about him. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Well, a library. Bible, Bible means library in oh Latin. I mean, right. it's a yeah. library. Biblioteca. So, uh, Freddie, when you worked at the Krusty Krab, was there like, is it like, is it like the Krusty Krab we see on SpongeBob, or is it like? um like a startup is there like a ping pong table there like paint us a picture yeah i mean it it is shaped the same way the crusty crab is um but you know on the inside it's it's definitely a more luxurious crusty crab you know they've got the pretty patties that you would expect um but also a lot of like beanbag chairs and that kind of thing you know palestine is a pretty uh low-key place there are a lot of young thinkers investors software engineers so Mm -hmm. they try to keep it light a little bit you know yeah, from what I've read, there's, like, no rules in Palestine, right? No, not at all. And this is actually a big, you know, people people give a bad name to Palestine. Right. And, like, one thing that I learned when I was living there is that they are not the people who are um, at, at fault in the, you know, the whole Israel-Palestine thing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Should we get into this, do you think? Is this, yeah, yeah. Is no, this, that's uh, fine. I don't know what kind of podcast. hear about your views. Uh, who do you think is at fault in that whole oh. There are two types of people in the world. There are Spongebobs and there are Planktons. <laughs> and I can tell you that Palestinians are Spongebobs and Israelis can be a little bit Plankton-esque. Israel's like a chum bucket is what you're saying. 
Yeah, I mean, they would always chum. be coming in asking for the secret recipe, the secret formula. Yeah. Would, would no you bring in their, bring in their tanks and asking for the, the secret recipe? Yeah, well, the Gaza Strip us, was mostly uh, to protect the secret Krabby Patty recipe. Would you consider that in this scenario, America is kind of the schoolium fancy son? I would say so, yeah. Kind oh, of wow. the more polished version of either of them. Or perhaps a bubble buddy? Or maybe Iran is uh, the sandy ch- uh, Oh Pla- yeah. Plankton would invent his own style of like martial arts, you know, just to try to get the secret recipe. <laughs> but exactly right. Yeah, no, I have heard Palestine is like the Silicon Valley of the Fertile Crescent. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of people are saying that. That's part yeah. of what brought me there in the first place. Yeah. I'm trying to make a move out there. Uh, hasn't panned out because of the COVID, but that, hope, that, hope to be there soon. It's a beautiful so, country. What do you say to people then? And I, I don't know if this. You know, as a gotcha kind of thing, but on your LinkedIn it says you were a banking goblin, which some people say is right. anti-Semitic, and it does sound like you aren't You're a big fan that. of Israel. No, uh, no, that listen, that has nothing to anti-Semitism. This is my lived experience as awesome. a banking goblin, and I mean, look, you can my LinkedIn profile, make decisions you want. I mean, it it does look like a bunch of improvisational comedians just threw together a bunch of funny sounding things, but this is my life, you know. Yeah. These are things that I experienced myself. I have worked for the Israeli Defense Force. I've worked for the Palestinian government. And I've made the decisions. I, you know, I've formed opinions myself from experiences. Yeah. We respect that. We respect Thank the hell you. out of that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on J.K. Rowling? Who's that? Uh, <laughs> She's author of Harry Potter. Uh, you might have read The Cursed Child. Yeah. That. Oh, okay. I know The Cursed Child. Okay. Harry Potter, though. Yeah. I don't think he's in that. Hey, you know, a busy man like him doesn't have time to read books. Yeah, that's one thing you learn in business is these people are not reading. You know, Zuckerberg's, uh, the Winklevoss twins, they're not reading. They're selling businesses. They're making money. Drugs are the books of the business community. Yeah, well, I've I've heard that those books are actually those like the self-help business books are kind of published by like billionaires in order to distract other people that could become billionaires but don't quite have it. So they think they have to read. And then you're just over here in this corner, you know, reading books um, instead of out there making money. What, would you agree, Freddie? Oh, 100%. I mean, you don't see people with billions spending that money on books. And why is that? They don't need them. They don't need yeah. to read them. If, I mean, if that's how it worked, every billionaire would have the largest library in the world. None of them read. Yeah, I, I stopped reading actually when I, a series of unfortunate events, the three main characters, their parents die in a fire caused by a library. And I was like, okay, well, this just turned me off from doing this. So I've not read a book since. So you, you finished the first one? Not even. Like I got through that part, like where they says, and I'm like, okay, uh, well, learn my lesson here. One thing, yeah, one thing about becoming an entrepreneur is you got to learn from your mistakes it sounds like that's what jackson did when he like he picked up the book and he was smart enough to realize that that was a horrible idea mm-hmm. and hopefully he hasn't done it since no I, I I'm, I'm rich to be a mentor there you go so freddie you know you're not spending money on books no. what are you spending money on what's your vice okay what do you do i know that you're busy doing motivational speech but what do you do when you're not grinding what's your vice um you know i Definitely like to invest my money. Mostly, one thing that I've been investing in pretty heavily is Beanie Babies. A lot of people have kind of forgotten about um, what an important market that is to the U.S. economy. Mm -hmm. I don't like what is keeping the stock market. It's Beanie Babies. Um, It's 
Funko Pops, you know? Yeah, and I've with, got, be- like, with Beanie Babies, they haven't even, like, all the little eggs inside haven't even hatched yet, so. That's exactly right. What's you have that? to walk around with them for 30 days before they hatch. Many people I know are calling Funko Pops the hard Beanie Well, I know something's hard about them. If you know. That's disgusting. Sorry, Freddy. You have a tribute jar full of Funko Pops, Nathan? I have a Freddy Funko Pop. Ooh. I, I don't think you signed up on that. Come, ooh, that's a good idea for the merch store coming soon on insidertrading.com. Backslash fuzz. Fuzz. Now. What kind of revenues are you guys generating these days? I'm hoping 100 million or more annual. That's about it. That's, that's yeah, okay. that's what our Patreon and our various sponsorships. You, yeah, you pretty much hit it on the head of, with that number. Tends to pull in. I, I think you guys are almost at the point now where you can start getting more acquisitive, you know, start doing some mergers, start doing some acquisitions. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. think of a good podcast you guys can take over. I don't know. Do you Maybe know? Red Scare, I hear, you know. Yeah, Red Scare is a good one. I think if you if you get True Anon, if you can get just the rights to the name True Anon, fire all the hosts. Yeah. Ooh. You double the size of your audience overnight, you know. Yeah, and we just make, we just retitle this and like put that on their page is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. This is how all the companies. Wow. I was listening to a true Anon episode and they said the words insider trading. So I think that we could sue them uh, for using our name and then use that to, you know, take over their company. And even if you lose the lawsuit, you can bleed them dry with the legal fees. Oh yeah. Bring them out. We have great lawyers on hand. We have um, Blake Maislin. We have Sal Goodman. Sal Goodman. Elk, Elk and Elk. Elk and Elk. Great guys. O'Connor. They're serious, O'Shani all right. Levy. Yeah. Like O'Connor, Chani, and Levy, of course. Uh, the guy from New Orleans, whose name I can't remember. Oh, yeah. But uh, the Hammer, the do you guys know? Yeah, the Hammer works for... Uh, These are all our friends. These are the people Tom we... Raper RVs. Yep. Yeah, his you lawyer. Tom Raper's song? lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually just find people who have a billboard and figure out who, like, what lawyer they use. Womack. That, that's, put the Womack on them. Put the Womack on them. Big fan. So, uh, Freddie, you know, obviously you're a very successful guy and you've given us a lot of great advice. Uh, so, you know, is there anything else that we could do to grow our brand? One thing I was thinking about is the, um, the emerging growth of um, subscriber-based erotic fiction and, uh, you know, so things like OnlyFans and that sort of thing. Yeah. I think one way you guys can uh, monetize and start to interact a little better with your fans is, you know, maybe write, put together some sort of fan fiction, $15, get it unlocked. Maybe uh, Nate and the fan are out watching Tenet in movie theater and, they're both reaching in for some popcorn at the same time and their hands touch, you know, something like that. I know uh, the listeners are probably starting to feel it a little bit here. I, I know that people will pay good money for this. You guys are a handsome bunch of guys. Listen, I read some shit that a fan wrote about Jackson last week. And let me tell you, I, I haven't. What are been they moved... saying? What are people? Oh, saying? I haven't been moved by literature like that since I read uh, the first Magic Treehouse book. Let me tell you. Yeah. What did they say about Jackson? You read a book? I read a, I read fan fiction, a short fan fiction paragraph. That's the Magic Trios fan fiction. Yeah, I'm flattered about what's being written about me, and frankly, the other host too. I mean, it's all out there online. Um, it's very well written. See, this written. is how you make money. The deviant art, the deviant art that people make you for the pod. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just talked to Freddie. I'm used to it. In my business. Yeah, you don't you don't get where you're at uh, by you know not talked over, you know. We got a lot of big personalities. Yeah, yeah. And it's it really, at the end of the day, it's just if you make it out on top. 
and uh that's that's so, uh, uh, that's what i want to hear you're kind of entangled in all this uh pizzagate nonsense yeah that actually transitions me pretty well into what i'm up to these days um a lot of i'm sure listeners of the show who have heard my backstory are aware that i'm a motivational speaker and just to give you an idea of the kind of clientele that i'm operating with here first of all you mentioned the Comet Ping Pong Pizza Restaurant. I led their turnaround. Yeah. Um, and I basically... You, you kind of did for them what Mitt Romney did for Staples. Exactly. I gutted them. I took over most of their assets, fired the employee. But listen, uh, what, what led me to find out about Pizzagate in the first place and this Comet Ping Pong Restaurant is when you're a guy like me who sells a company, suddenly you're on a different uh, threshold than other people. You know, you start mm-hmm. getting emails start getting some cryptic I'm emails sure. that uh, you don't really know where they came from. And they say uh, some pretty shady things about potentially, yeah, you know, cheese pizza, um, you hot know, dogs. Barack Obama. It, it gets a little bit, you know. I, I got was, three I hot thinking, dogs age people? five, eight, and 11. You ever, you ever get that email that's like uh, there's a babysitter and there's a clown statue in the background and then the babysitter calls the the parents and turns out that they they don't have a clown statue yeah it was a right that's happened to me on four separate occasions all right and you know that's that's just one of my clients other names i got here carol basket oh definitely killed her husband but you know what that's sometimes it doesn't matter you can still make a good business career he was a disgusting groomer and uh he got what was coming to him and now she's on dancing with the stars you can't be Uh, more successful than that did you choreograph that routine I can't talk about that yet. I'm on a non-disclosure agreement until all the episodes air. So have you met Carol Baskin? I have met Carol Baskin. What does she smell like? I was just going to ask that. Mothballs. Who held the wings? (laughs) God damn. (laughs) I'm just fucking with you, Freddie. No disrespect, no disrespect. Yeah, I like to give them, uh, when I do business, I like to get people some drinks, give them a hard time a little bit, but at the end of the night, Everyone walks away shaking hands. Yeah, that's exactly right. Kissing baby. But Freddie, oh, I mean, yeah. obviously you're at the Hold top. Hold on, let me finish yeah. your name. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got one more. Just one more client because I know you guys are going to want to hear about this one. I saved the best for last. Okay. Um, so a lot of people do know about O.J. Simpson's lawyers and his legal team, but mm-hmm. not the people who motivate him now that he is a free man. Yeah. One thing I will tell you about O.J. Simpson is that he is categorically, categorically innocent. Um, he did not murder a woman. Listen, when you meet OJ Simpson, you know, I met him through a friend who said he was a little down and needed a motivational speaker like myself. When you meet him, you think this guy is going to absolutely destroy me. He rushed for 2000 yards in a span of only 14 games. Uh, he is a legend. You're kind of starstruck. You know, this guy is incredible, but he has a big heart. He definitely suffers from very terrible brain damage. I know that he couldn't hurt a fly, mm-hmm. and he did not hurt that woman either. I the think that it's just important to put that out there. That's sad because that means there's a killer running on the streets that we didn't, we, we didn't even blink an eye to. We didn't even investigate. Could have been the Zodiac killer, you know? Could have. And just, ruined a good man's reputation in the meantime. Who knows? Yep. But, Nate, you can ask your question now. Thank you for the uh, – I mean, obviously, you know – I'm a big fan, and you're obviously at the top of your game. So how did you get your start? Where did Freddie Fuzz Malibu? Listen, I think that one thing that every business leader has in common is that they had a mentor that showed them what path to go down. For me, it was my father. Um, Um, 
my father, when he was 19 years old, walked into a mattress warehouse. Um, he was a substance abuser and he fell asleep on one of their mattresses and around closing time, their manager shoved him out of the, uh, the store for trespassing. But at that point he noticed on the window of the mattress warehouse that there was a position open as a store clerk. He took that position. He went in the next day with an interview. He got himself cleaned up and you know, that manager took him under his wing. He worked his way up to the top. He became the manager of that mattress warehouse eventually. And for over 25 years, he had the most profitable mattress warehouse in the greater Toledo area. Wow. That, you know, that story brings a tear to my eye because even though it probably happened like 40, 30 years ago, it still shows that the American dream is still alive and well. That's exactly right. I haven't talked to him in about 15 years. He's a very busy, but I know that he'd be very proud of uh, what I'm doing these days. And I, I think that in general, mentorship is something that I, I want every listener to take away from this episode. Yeah. You guys have mentioned Jeff Ruby on the podcast before, you know, Jeff. Yes. Oh, big fan. Jeff Ruby is a mentor of mine, actually. Oh, wow. I saw his, uh, the, the steak van, the Jeff Ruby steak mobile in the parking lot of the Kroger in Marymount, Ohio. Oh, wow. Um, I thought to myself, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. If you're not a high school football player, you're not going to get in Jeff Ruby's inner circle generally. No, no, no. But I knew he was in that grocery store, so I created an opportunity for myself. I went up and I introduced myself to him. Every week, every Tuesday, he goes back to that same grocery store and I, I follow him in. And that's how he mentors me. I mean, obviously, you're, you know, an inspiration to many people. But I think the thing that our listeners need to take away from this is that even your inspirations have inspiration. So yeah. don't stop believing is all I'm saying. Yeah. You're like, you're like a pyramid with other with pyramids on top of it. That's exactly right. Like any good business. So I got a question for you, Fuzz. You know, you're a very... Am I being interrogated by the government? <laughs> I've had this happen to me many times. Buddy, uh, I'm not a G-man. Don't We're worry about it. Uh, we have to. You're a very well-spoken guy. You'd say so, right? It's my job. True. <laughs> it's true. Um, you joined LinkedIn a bit late into the game. What made you want to hop onto that app? At a certain point, you can't ignore technology, you know? I know that my clients know the kind of person I am, but I need to make sure that the the rest of the world knows too. And I mean, honestly, I find a lot of things on the internet that I put in my camera roll, a lot of memes and uh, pictures of my cars. And I don't know how else I'm going to get those out there. I think people need to see them. It's true. You were recently listed um, among many influential business people uh, on LinkedIn by a man, I believe his name is David... uh, Winkler? David Winkler, yes. Um, Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, David Winkler. Uh, Dr. Winkler. My apologies. Uh, How did that feel to be listed among so many other famous? Yeah, it was the Forbes 40 over 40 list, I think. Um, It feels feels good to be recognized at my advanced age for my contribution to the Chinese government and the business community. I mean, after selling your company, what was it that made you decide you wanted to be a motivational speaker? Uh, you know, one thing you learn when you become very rich is uh, that you need to try to find a way to keep it. There's a, a great quote from a great man. Anybody can get it. The hard part is keeping it. Wow. Um, and I think, I think uh, that Lil Yachty said that. That's very possible. A, a great man. And I think, um, what? You listen to a lot of music? No. It kind of looks like... Anyway. 
your LinkedIn what? post where you that you mentioned where you uh, shared your cars, it kind of looked like a Google image search. But you're I saying that was your car here. That was my car. Yes. Oh, I, actually, just on I mean, Google how do you images? think? How do you think a picture gets onto Google Images? It's true. Someone's I guess gonna... it is taken. But that you just found your car there and you shared it. I mean, I'm one of the original founders of the internet, so it's kind of up to me what shows up on Google in the oh, first place. I didn't even think of that. You yeah, control. I, I know that. That's what separates you and me, buddy. No, but what is it like? You were saying it's easy to get money, but the hard part is keeping it. So how? would someone keep money that's yeah circling back to what you asked me before that like a big reason that i do public speaking is for tax purposes actually i'm able to claim it as a charitable contribution um because i'm helping other people so you know you hear stories all the time about people become rich all the money on tax evasion i'm not going to do that you know i'm gonna lose it on funko pops and beanie babies amen what do you say to people that say the best things in life are free that's just ridiculous. That's not, you can buy all of the best things in life, every okay. single one of them. I want you to think of one single example of something that's free that is worth having. And you're not going to buy I it. I can't. Yeah, I can't I, think yeah, of anything. Listeners, if you can think of one thing that's worth having that's free, please send me a message on LinkedIn. I'd love to get to meet some of you. Yeah, we'd love to do some meetups. Um, all right, take a break from business. How's your love life, if you don't mind me asking? A guy like me doesn't really... Uh, hold himself down if you know what I mean you know ideas like monogamy are not really uh they aren't suited for a man of my wealth you know how many Why wives you... do you have oh I mean which country am I in at the time yeah I have a, I try That's to keep awesome. like five in Palestine five in Israel ten in the U.S. I think it'd be fun so you have more in Israel than Palestine even though you were you're kind of more on the Palestinian Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Ah, uh, And have you ever seen those those women, you know? Yeah. Now sure. Wonder Woman, yep. No, you, you're just... I mean... I don't mean any insults. Who, you're just five steps ahead of everybody. And it's just interesting to pull these out of you and hear, like, everything. Like, you're what the Dosa Keys guy tries to be. Exactly right. The what guy? Dosa Keys. Stay thirsty, my friends. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that. Okay. Uh, what? What, Adam? How do you think that's pronounced? Dosa Keys? This is a guy who spent some time in Mexico. <laughs> How is it pronounced? Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Oh, well, yeah, I guess if you're uh, from up north. Listen, I, I took AP Spanish. I, I don't think Yeah, he... I was in the same class. I don't think that's true. Who are you guys voting for? Uh, I was planning on writing in you. Yeah, how would you feel about Everyone it? does it. It works. It's not a waste mm-hmm. of a vote if everyone does it. That's true. If you're listening to this podcast, write in Freddie Fuzzman. Freddie Fuzz, I'm of legal age to become president. Thank God. I'm uh, Joe Biden. You're oh. voting for Joe Biden. I really? I had some great times with him on the airplane with all my buddies. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy who knows how to party. Mile high Freddie, club. I, I hypothetical. If you could erase one person from history, who would it be? And you got to be careful about this. Who would it be? Does it have to be a real person? I I guess not. I would say probably Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Mm-hmm. One yeah. thing about I don't I don't read books, but I do watch movies. Um, and that guy I could do without him. That's for sure. I, I mean, who knows what the he the represents to me, He represents the worst parts of capitalism. Things that aren't me. Mm-hmm. You know. I was actually gonna write him in until you said that. Wow, buddy, you're really just trying to get me riled up, huh? Yeah. 
Who knows just, what the butterfly effect of like removing Lord Farquaad from the kingdom of far, far away would be. I don't know. It could have catastrophic effects for history. That's why you got to be careful. Breck never would have met Fiona. Yeah. It could have implications in the past, to be honest. It's true. He could be real. We don't know. I heard he was a historical figure. I think fictional characters are more dangerous because they represent something, you know? They're not a real thing, but I think a lot of people learn yeah. from him. Ideas you can are... explain a lot of guys like Yeah, there's like no way he wouldn't have been created because of everything in history was leading up to his creation. If Lord Farquaad didn't exist, we'd have to create him ourselves. A great man said that. Mm-hmm. It would, he would have just been ended up in another movie. Like, it was inevitable that he would have, he was going to be a character. Yeah, it would have been a Meet the Fockers or something. Yeah, or Click. Yeah, we can't have him showing up and saving Private Rock. You know, that would just ruin it. it w- I mean, the thing is, though, if, if he wasn't in Shrek, something lighthearted, it would have happened in something, something you know, gritty. He's a very serious like, character if you break it down. He almost yeah, doesn't fit yeah. in the movie. It, it just gets worse. About the, him. the longer you wait um, for releasing Lord Farquaad as a character, the more gritty it gets. That's why we keep making Joker movies, because um, he's so scary that if we don't keep putting him in things, he might show up in real life. There was only one school shooting before Trek came out. And since then, I don't even, I can't keep count of them. And I think that you can explain that pretty easily. Yeah. I mean... The fact that Shrek comes out, then Universal Studios creates a ride called Shrek 4D. A lot of kids can't afford to go there to ride the ride. It's just going to make you frustrated. It's going to make you sit in school and think, why am I not as good as that guy that got to go on Shrek 4D at Universal Studios? And then next thing you know, boom, you know, it's a massacre. And then David Hogg's online tweeting about how guns are bad. And that's annoying for everyone. It's funny how everything's kind of like a domino effect. Yeah. I don't believe in free will. No, me neither. I believe I was I was chosen by God himself for the successes I've had. I can see that. Do you subscribe to a religious denomination? Uh, I subscribe to whoever. You know, one thing about business is you want to adopt the ideas of the person you're talking to. So if I get the sense somebody's religious, I'm a pretty religious guy too. You know, so, I so talk then, to Buddhist, Hindu, Catholic. I'm all of them. So that kind of explains your business. Uh, what was it? Grow your own church.com then it kind of, that's is... exactly right. Yeah. I don't, I believe in uh, organized religion as yeah. more of a business opportunity than yeah. a legitimate um, place of worship. Like whatever you want to do, like grow. Right. It. Yeah. Religion is the ultimate business because everybody wants to believe in something and growing your own church means that anybody can do it however they want. Mm-hmm. And that's and the business problem. is booming. Yeah, it's just the the taste of the market in America is Christianity, but you go over somewhere like in the Middle East, it's a little different. And that's why it was a www, right? World Wide Web. I'm sure you had all sorts of faiths on there. Uh-huh. That's how it started, actually. I wanted to get a network that I can understand every religion. So which religion's your favorite? <sighs> oh, I like I like the Jews. We're we're big fans of the Jews yeah. as well. You guys yeah. got nothing bad to say about that, huh? No. No. Very pro-Israel. Now, on your LinkedIn, it says that you briefly a pastor for Xenos. That's what? right. That was sort of a... I, I went through a pretty heavy binge phase um, in my mid-20s mm-hmm. with cocaine. Yeah. And I, I met some of the guys over there, and they were actually, like, my suppliers for a pretty long time. Oh, wow. I didn't really care for the church itself, but, like, you know, I, I am a personable guy. I'll, I'll follow along with, like, the religious stuff if they can keep wow. kind of supplying me, you know? That explains their coffee. It's not about That's the exactly church, right. Really. How do you think they keep people there? 
It's about the community. I mean, it's not it's not a religion like a, a legitimate yeah. religion. It's not nothing. There's nothing there that's magnetic. Yeah, they're not they're not saying anything bringing me back. No, it's not even really about the religion there. I mean, Xenos started as a Star Wars fan club. Uh, if you rearrange Xenos, it spells Snoke, um, as we all know. And they were an offshoot of OUAB at one point too. They got a lot of filter from there. Uh, how do you how do you know about uh, OUAB, Fred? Because you're from you went to Harvard actually. Yeah, that's right. I studied uh, some chemistry kind of thing at uh, Harvard. Yeah. But Xenos is in Columbus. How are you going to avoid OSU? That's yeah. true. Go Bucks. So, do you, do you, have you had any run-ins with OUAB? That's yeah. For, for they, anyone uh, that doesn't know, OUAB is the Ohio Union Activities Board. They're a student organization that, uh, you know, really they get us great guest speakers and they hold a clipboard. Um, and they're just about who is in it. Uh, as of 2015 or 2016, their budget is $2 million. Holy shit. Yeah, they got the big I think that's almost, that's the equivalent, that's the equivalent cost of booking Freddie to speak. Yeah. Yeah, that's on the low end. That's like more of a charity write-off. Yeah, would you do that for a college? Like if OUAB was like, hey, we're gonna, we want to use our whole budget to have like one big event for you. Would you do it? Like if all they could give you is $2 million. spring concert featuring Freddie Fuzzman. I'd say if I like wasn't working on any businesses at the time, I might do it. Um, or for like if I had some sort of run in with the police and I needed some community service, those are really the only two times I could think of. Would you speak at commencement? If I mean it's not going to be paid, but you know it's a big deal. Like they'll give you like a doctorate of letters at Ohio State. Uh, would you do it? I mean it's going to be free. Bruce, like you- oh, absolutely. I mean, at my point in my life i am legacy building you know yeah i want buildings named after me i eventually want a country named after me you know yeah Yeah, you start with clock towers you move on to a building so then it's a school have you had any country with ouab oh i'm a big keenan thompson fan so when they brought him along i definitely made sure to get a ticket they're supposed to only be for students but like When you have the kind of access I have, you can get some front row seats. I, I actually uh, opened for him. Do you remember me uh, performing? Yeah, I uh, don't have the most positive feedback, but I know that Keen really good, a really okay. good job. Back no, there. I'm just glad you remembered me, sir. I heard that uh, during your, you know, career, uh, you did have some entertainment producing experience. I heard that you're the producer of the Crossroads Community Church Christmas pageant. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, I need to be careful what I say on this one, because when you have as many lawyers as I do, you kind of uh, forget which non-disclosures you have and haven't signed. Um, what I will say is that that pageant typically goes off without a hitch. Um, and this one time, you know, somebody falls, trips and falls. It's not anybody's fault. It's something that happens. It could happen walking down the stairs. It could happen walking out into the street and get hit by a car. It uh, happened when you're suspended because, above a church congregation. Just because you know? somebody an is suspended above a church congregation in an, an act, act of, of yeah, it's an act just of because God. God willed that wire to break. Yeah, um, everything was inspected. That's exactly right. And no wrongdoing. It's just one of those things that happens. And I, I imagine that you know that's got to be really stressful for you, uh, especially when you're like decked out in a heat miser costume. You know, having to talk to the authorities, you know. Yeah. It did end up getting me a role as the um, the lead director of the Spider-Man musical, though, so that was pretty good, at least. Freddie, I hear you're a big uh, investor in Cirque du Soleil, and you're currently 
working on developing the the Cirque du Soleil R. Kelly show. Can you tell us how that's going? Oh man, I just lose track of all the projects I'm working on after a certain point. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely support the free R. Kelly movement. I again, people make one mistake and are kind of uh, marked the rest of their life because of it. But mm -hmm. that's the guy who knows how to succeed. Um, yeah, his, and, his, you agree that his one mistake was discovering Aaliyah, right? Right. Yeah, that was the one mistake, famously. <laughs> I mean, you know, cancel culture is a big thing right now. Are there any mistakes that you've made in the past that people have tried to cancel you for? Oh, I'm sure I'll hear about it. I'm sure <laughs> I, did, I said something in this podcast. I don't know. Look, I'm a guy who goes out outside. I'm not going to wear a mask during coronavirus, just because the government tells me to. Mm -hmm. I don't really follow the rules that people on Twitter follow, society follows. To. So what's up? You're a star. You don't have to. That's exactly right. How are so people going to recognize you, you if you have a mask you on? Have you flipped back on your uh, mask opinion then? Because I know you kind of were going back and forth because when Herman Cain died, you kind of got the uh, the shivers a little bit. Cause, so you were kind of pro-mask. You put that bit of a hot take out there, yeah. that Herman Cain meme. Um, so, I mean, are you back well, now? Are you anti-mask? I, I get I, people fax me memes like that all the time, and I don't always – you know, agree with what they say, but they're too good to not share. So mm -hmm. I, I will say that um, I did not leave my house for a few days after his death. Uh, yeah. And that was a tragedy. I did briefly go back on what I had said about the masks, but after a certain point, you got to let the boys play, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I want football. I want yeah, you sports so much. Yeah, how do you feel I hear me? you were instrumental in the Big Ten deciding to play football again. Me and President Trump got together with all the, oh, the wow. big wigs in the Big Ten. We said, you guys got to play. You got to let the boys play. How do you play. feel about kneeling? Kneeling for what? The national anthem, the NFL. Oh, God. Or at church. I love it. I love it. I think people should. <laughs> oh, freedom, yeah. you know? You have the freedom yeah. to do what you want. Yep. Yeah. I miss how do you feel about that. Neil Breen? <laughs> Neil Breen. I like all Neils, you know? Yeah. Neil Young, Neil Gorsuch, uh, Neil Diamond, Neil Young, Neil Diamond. Armstrong. Did someone say that? Nope. An Not American yet. hero. Oh. I hear Neil you have a house, backwards uh, is alien. <laughs> that makes you think. Yeah. What was that? Frey, uh, I was just, you know, saying. I hear you had a house next to. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I have oh. houses most of the people, or next to most people actually. So. Good. I heard you bought Neil happen. Armstrong's uh, childhood oh. home in Wapakoneta, Ohio. Yeah, I love Wapakoneta. Uh, is it true you're going to turn because it Because of the WAP? Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Don't even get me started on that, that's Nathan. That I'm, I got about. a post coming up about WAP. I know I've already made one, but some things are worth a couple posts. Yeah, you can definitely do more of those. Um, you're pretty, you know, well-connected, well-informed. Well uh, are there any, I don't know, conspiracy theories that you can shed light on that you might know more about than the average man? Oh. Well, I mean, again, things will show up in my inbox from time to time that have sort of a email address I can't really decipher that say things that kind of point towards certain directions, you know, um, things about, you know, what role the Kennedys had in like uh -huh. the uh, assassination of um, Abraham Lincoln, that kind of, I mean, these are generational conspiracy theories. These yeah. are things that you don't hear. Like, why would the government let you think of a conspiracy theory that's actually true? You don't, you haven't even thought of these, you know? They kind of, I think that they, they give you fake conspiracy theories to make you believe you know what's going on. 9-11 yeah. was totally legit. No, no cover up there. Um, but you got to think bigger term there, you know? Yeah. You got you to gotta think big picture. 
Yeah, like is like Earth being the center of the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like the mob. Yeah, that's, there's a reason people haven't been talking about that since like the 17th century because, mm-hmm. you know, the church got that under control. Like that's a real one. Like Galileo, um, back then, like you couldn't stop people from writing things down. Mm-hmm. And now with Microsoft Word and the internet, if you're writing the wrong thing, they'll take care of that real quick. That's exactly right. I mean, some of these conspiracy theories go back generations. That's why I respect you, Freddie, is you're self-made. You're not like other rich people where your family earned money off slavery or the the East India Tea Company. I never said that. (laughs) I mean, my my dad would not have been in position to eventually manage a mattress warehouse without some privilege, you know. It's nice that you acknowledge that. What? It's nice that you acknowledge that. Acknowledge what? I think he's being sarcastic. Oh. You're, you're a little See, I, you got us, Freddie. You got us a different there. Different wavelength than you fellas at times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, we think we're the jokes, but you just pulled you just pulled one on us. <laughs> yeah, like we're getting like totally pranked by this guy. Well, listen, I respect you guys. You guys are doing what all the greats do. You're doing what Joe Rogan did. Um, before he died. That's really. The, yeah, before he before he rest passed away, peace. may he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. You're given free things oh, to platform. Yeah. yeah. What, what's right, this? I haven't heard this yet. Right before we started recording, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. DMT overdose. Jamie, First pull up time. my will. Jamie, pull up that video of my death. Uh, Fuzz, uh, wanted to ask you. I know you explained it in a post, but I was hoping you could elaborate more on the origin of your nickname. Who was this? Fuzz. Um. <laughs> Yeah, fuzz. You know, uh, I had a bully that. Uh, what, what's the what's the lore here, guys? I don't know. <laughs> I don't maybe a minute. Maybe a minute to. Uh, get your... <laughs> we might need time stamp this one, fellas. <laughs> we'll let you get your uh, here and. Uh... Sorry, I, yeah, I have an occasional um, disassociative events yes, where I start to think that I'm a person now, pretending right? to be me. I'll sometimes I'll sometimes forget that I'm a person and I'll imagine that I'm somebody pretending to be a fictional character that is myself. Mm-hmm. That happens to the best of us. Um, no, I was referring to uh, the bully you had who made fun of your patchy facial hair. Fuzz, your, or your yeah. fuzz on your face. Fuzz on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, like growing up, you're going to have haters. You're going to have people that you need to, you know, let you know let people give you a hard time sometimes they have a good point you know i did have some flaws but i became a better person because of it i made it my identity um and like i i keep that with me to this day you know i still have disgusting facial hair you became the football coach or something is that it Mm -hmm. yeah already you know you're a very successful guy you've been a lot of places who is the most beautiful woman you've ever seen oh man mindy kaling oh wow Good choice. Great choice. Yep. Are you a That's big the fan kind of, of person the, uh, I get to meet, though. Are you a big fan of The Office? No. The Mindy Project only. That's mm-hmm. uh, the only one I watch. Now available on Hulu, I think. Watch it. All right. You guys, is this the sponsorship portion? You guys read yeah, some we're gonna, ads? Yeah, we got to read some ads now. Um, Burger King, eat fresh. Um, Starbucks, Burger King, try our fresh. new... Uh, um, our, our no, we already, did the, we already did the Burger King one. Uh, waking up. Hold McDonald's, it. Cactus oh, Jack wow. sent me. Uh, White Wait, Castle. Have you tried the Travis a lot of money. White Castle. This is dessert. I... <laughs> Cinnabon. Now available in the airport. 
And nowhere oh, else. Cactus Jack sent you. Yeah, uh, Wendy's. Cactus oh. Jack sent me. Jeff Ruby Steakhouse. Cactus Jack sent me. Uh, uh, Cactus, Jack, Cactus sent Jack sent me. Uh, Frisch's Big Boy. What's your favorite thing? Because Cactus Jack told me to ask you that. Little St. James Island. The password is Cactus, Cactus Jack. Jack. Freddy Fuzz sent me. Uh, right. Tell him Fuzz sent you. Is it wa- water cooler time? No, uh, I, had, I had a couple more rapid fire, a couple more personal. All right, well, hurry up. I mean, we Freddy, don't we don't have a whole lot of time here, Nathan. I don't want to waste his time, but Freddie, all right, what would you do if you woke up tomorrow and you were inside Adam's body? Right, like a Freaky Friday scenario. Would I be in his body? Yeah, is this a switch? Because I don't think that's a fair trade at all. First of all, I would. Uh, yeah, let's assume that Adam has your body and you're in Adam's body. Yeah, isn't there okay, a new well, movie Adam, coming out like that? First of all, huh? Isn't there – there's, like, a movie yeah, there's like a horror called movie Freaky with it Vince Vaughn, who's a murderer. You guys seen the preview for this yet? It's I've from it. Adam's – correct me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's called, like, Bloom House, yeah. right? Bloom and Onion. I don't, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, it's through them, and it's, like, Vince Vaughn is a murderer, and he, like, murders this girl, but then they switch bodies, like a teenage girl, and then Vince Vaughn is the teenage girl, and the teenage girl is the murderer. And, uh, Isn't that, like, that music video that uh... – Little Dicky, Little Dicky, Freaky Dickie Friday. Did, yeah, yeah, it's all the same. That, but it's this one's just called Freaky. Okay. I'm surprised. What would, what would you do if you yeah. woke up in Adam's body? I forgot you asked me a question. Yeah, rapid um, fire. I would definitely. I would take advantage of the height difference. I'm five foot four, as many of you know. So I'd probably try to like reach things. Top shelf of my Beanie Baby collection, for instance. I've never been able to get up there without a ladder. Um, but. Mm. Other than that, I don't know, man, you know. I can't imagine being anybody other than me. I definitely get that. All right, Freddie, what would you do if it was just you and me in this room right now? I don't think you want to know what I'd do if uh, it was just you and me in this room right now. Maybe we could turn on Tenet, cook up some popcorn. <laughs> Maybe uh, you you and I both want a piece of popcorn at the same time and our hands meet in the box. That sounds like a good time. I haven't seen Tenet yet. Uh, I think we should do that, Freddie. All right. Send me a, a LinkedIn DM. That's the only oh, way yeah. I communicate like that. Smart. Freddie, what would you do if uh, you and me were stuck in a box together for 24 hours? <laughs> like like, like this. What would you do if we were stuck in this position in a box? Jeez. Right. <laughs> because that's the only way. This is great for podcasting because it's an image that people can't see. But it's a oh, uh, If you guys of, could see this, oh my God. you would be oh, laughing. It's an image. It's a very a small box, so there's not a lot of room for Freddie and I. So right, that's, that's the only way. The only way that two people in a box can position themselves is one of them straddling the other person, um, as just, if they're like having intercourse with them. Are we wearing like clothes or anything? Is it what are the circumstances? Yeah, they're, yeah, we're we're wearing yeah, like clothes. This is like you and me right now, but we're trapped in a box. What would you do? We'll have a rap battle. <laughs> oh, I think I could beat. That you. would be like intense, like a uh, eight mile. You You're know? right. Yeah. I'm right in Freddie's face, rapping at. Just a couple, just a couple guys spitting minimum, at each minimum, other. Minimum, minimum, <laughs> minimum, minimum, minimum. Anything is Doritos, Fritos. <laughs> Okay. All right. So did, sandwiches. Did, uh, the rap battle between Freddie and I is dropping on the Patreon. Soon. Did Nathan? Did you want to heighten that joke one more time? I think I'm good. All right. Cool. Around the water cooler. Are you Are you familiar with this segment, uh, Fuzz? Yeah, I've been around a lot of water coolers in my day, so I think I get the gist of what we're going to be doing here. Uh, you are our guest, so go ahead and go first. Yeah. How about Betty from HR? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got. This is like water cooler talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought. 
Because it's like what we're watching, and you've been watching Betty from HR. That's why. Yeah. I, I've been watching Ugly Betty. On this is how me and the guys at work talk. <laughs> on yeah. ABC. I've been watching Ugly Betty reruns on ABC Family. <laughs> or Freeform, I guess. Erica Ferreira. I'd love to motorboat her. Wow. What happened to that show? I don't know. I mean, decades. What a it, it was brought, you know. It's I hear the they Disney have one of the best vault. finales of all time. I heard they're making a ride out of it at Disneyland. Ugly Betty or I. Yeah. yeah Ugly I heard... Betty and Mad Men are the two shows that have a great ending. California. I hear they're going to put an Ugly Betty animatronic in the Hall of Presidents to lighten things up. <laughs> About time they put a woman. Yeah. But yeah, you watching anything? You reading anything? Uh, reading, no. Um, wait, hold on a second. Who is this? Is that Josh over there? My good friend Josh? Oh, come on over here. Why don't you do uh, around the water cooler? I got to head out and, uh, you know, take care of a couple businesses. He's a busy man. Oh. All right. Bye, Freddie. Thank Bye, you for Freddie. coming on. Do you need to plug before you go? Oh, he's, he's gone. Sure. He's in a hurry. It looks like he's talking to Betty over there. Uh, Damn, that Taking guy Betty into his office. is a piece of work, I'll tell you that. Yeah, so um, how's it going, guys? You're Welcome doing around the, pod, the water Josh. cooler here? Yeah. Hi, Josh. Yeah, I um, – Let's see. Uh, I've been watching basketball. There was a great basketball game yesterday. I don't know if you guys have been watching the NBA playoffs at all. Yeah, let's go Nuggets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going all the way. I think so, man. Um, Are you rooting for them over the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're fun to watch. Like, Why? Because you, uh, you don't like what LeBron has to say? Yeah, that's the main reason. It's, he, you know, I like to just – I like to see him dribble, you know. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, but uh, shoot. <laughs> oh, she, he's um, kind of a ball hog, dude. I don't watch basketball that much, just that one game yesterday. Um, is a ball see. hog who held the wing? <laughs> Classic joke, that's what I'm talking about. Like the flying pig marathon, <laughs> the wing. when pigs fly. All right. <laughs> Um, outside of that, I, I have a pretty long watch list at this point. Have you got, like, you guys haven't seen Tenet yet, have you? Mm, no. Have you, Adam? What did you think uh, of Tenet? What did did you like it? Oh, I liked it. I, I had fun. Okay. I've heard some mixed reviews. I don't know. I like Christopher Nolan, but Are you pretty unpopular it? opinion. We're seeing it, it together. Sorry. Oh, that's, no, Freddie and Nathan are seeing it Oh, that's it right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Freddie and I are seeing it. Uh, Josh, are you going to see it this week, or you already saw it? No, I haven't seen it yet, but, like, there's a movie theater in Chicago that's, like, taking reservations for it, so uh, I'm, like, I might try to, you know. Ooh, I'm thinking of ending things. Is it, this is just a, a section where you talk about things you plan on watching, right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I also yeah, plan on watching. About. I think, I'm thinking of ending things. You know, that's going to be a good one, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I did rewatch uh, Being John Malkovich and Synecdoche, New York, recently, and those two movies are Chef's Kiss, Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Synecdoche, New York might be, like, my favorite movie right now. Really? Uh, Is that on Netflix yeah. now? Um, I forget where I watched it. I might have rented it on Amazon. Yeah, it's somewhere. Because all Highly those recommend, movies Especially on... if you're, like, in a really shitty mood. It'll make you feel like a uh, very depressed person. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah, it's, like, very, very It'll dark. It'll make it worse. It's not an upper. I think – I, would you agree that that's his, like, most depressing movie? Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's so bleak it's almost funny. Like, the last part of it is almost, like – it's almost comical how bad it uh, makes you feel. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman's incredible in it. Rest in peace. Hunger Games star. Um, 
three. Jackson's games. doing the Hunger Games salute. That's where I know. That's like where I mainly know him. I have I have a story about Philip Seymour Hoffman in the Hunger Games. So that's that's for another episode. I forgot he was in that. Did they like? I heard they were gonna. Did, they didn't replace him, right? Like they kind of just cut some stuff together. They I've not CGI'd seen it, man. It's like, yeah, like Leia, Leia in the like, yeah. last Star Wars movie. They just like kind of like <laughs> use deleted scenes and awkwardly splice them in. They keep on almost killing him off and then bringing him back. They added. Imagine it. they just had uh, some alien like narrating like what she. There's just a scene of him eating like at the catering table. <laughs> like, just saying something irrelevant. <laughs> like, man, I hope the Clippers win this week. I like how when they did that with Leia, it was He's like referring to District Twelve. <laughs> Yeah, the Clippers won, and they beat. They lost to it. So you predicted it. No, uh, like Leia. Every scene with Leia in that Star Wars movie where the editor was like, "Ray, use the Force. You can do it." It was just like a waste of like fifteen minutes of film that they're like, "We're gonna put her in here still." They should have just not made the movie. Yeah, yeah, should that 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 movie sucked. Did you guys hate? I agree with that. Did you guys? Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it was terrible. People who say like, "Oh, it's actually pretty good," like, uh, that's not true. I I think it's just like offensive to like the audience. Like, yeah, I remember it was one of the only movies where I've walked out of theaters. Usually, theaters are like, like it's an experience where I get like excited and like when I walk out, I'm like, man, it's great to see a movie. And like, I was so mad. I was so pissed that I spent money on my experience seeing that. That was one of the worst movie going experiences I've ever had. Uh, because like. This past Christmas break, I went to Colorado for a week to visit my sister, mm-hmm. and like all my friends saw the movie while I was in Colorado. So then I went back, and then I was in Columbus, and was like, "Does anyone want to see Star Wars with me?" And everyone's like, "No, I don't want to see it a second time." Uh, so like, yeah. I just went to Gateway like in the middle of the day one day and saw it by oh. myself. It's the only time I've gone to see a movie by myself, and there was like three other people in the theater with me and like one guy just walked out like halfway through. It they definitely like, hire a lot more like police officers to the theater during daytimes for like people who just go see a movie alone. I like, like that's the kind of people Star they watch for like two weeks after that movie. I was like that ruined like everything. That was the ending. Like it makes you question if like it's even worth yeah, like, like the invest- childhood experience of liking Star Wars. Yeah. The absolute worst part of that whole movie is when they land on the festival planet where there's a <laughs> festival. Uh, God knows if it happens every day or just the day they happen to land there. And there's the one alien who goes up to her, goes up to Ray, and the alien's like, bleep, bloop, bloop. And then one of her cronies is like, she wants to know your name. And then she's like, I'm Ray. And then the alien's like really upset. And then like, she, she wants to know your full name. And she's like, I don't have one. And then it's supposed to be like, oh my god, Ray doesn't have a last name. Her name's Ray Star. I bet it's Skywalk. Oh, yeah, it's Star like Wars. because the robot senses she's like a Palpatine. I don't sure. I guess no. I, that's probably what they were going for. I like how Star Wars like every planet like can't have more than one thing. Yeah, like it's just like, like more than one environment. Casino player. In general, like it's just like it's like the festival planet yeah like it is usually like a desert or a forest this is chewbacca planet yeah it's a forest because they look like they'd be from trees <laughs> bears are in trees. they just gotta they gotta make sure they have like an r2d2 type robot um lightsabers uh racist uh gungan planet i didn't even i didn't i didn't hate like the like the last jedi like i kind of thought it was like it was totally uh 
like countered obviously everything the other movie did which was annoying because that first movie what the force awakens was just total setup right yeah. and then yeah and then it was like oh oh uh, we're actually just gonna like toss all that away and then like the third that like last one was just i don't know i mean it, like the last, the last jedi wasn't a... just spent the whole time walking back everything that happened yeah and i didn't was... see it i i will never see it that's like my like i when i left that second one i was like i'm not seeing the third one. Oh, the last jedi is the one you walked out of yeah oh so you have not the, what, the one where like the the uh where like luke drinks the blue titty milk from that like alien thing yeah 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 that's that's where i decided to call it a day on star wars <laughs> yeah the one thing disney did not prepare for was the existence of twitter like mm-hmm. yeah poor ryan johnson yeah he's a good he's a good director yeah like that movie was like fine well like the pl- i don't know I whole, was, uh, yeah i think that movie was just kind of a mess i think like someone described that movie as ryan johnson just like running up against how creatively limited the star wars universe is yeah. uh-huh. I think who that like person that runs it, like Kathleen Kennedy, just uh, nasty woman. Nasty woman. Never seen the movies. I don't think she's ever seen the movies. I think her. She thinks her friend George made some fun space movies, and she was gonna take over. She's never seen a movie. No, no. She, she's just out. She's just an industry person that kind of liaison between the stars and Epstein. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. You're, like, you're gonna run Lucasfilm now, sweetheart. <laughs> I think that does it for my portion of Around the Water Cooler. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for telling us about all the things you've watched. That I plan on watching. <laughs> yeah. I have a pretty busy queue coming up. Nathan? Uh, I started reading Dune. Oh, yeah. uh, it's pretty good. Haven't gotten that far. It's a big book. Uh, have you gotten to the worms yet? <laughs> I'm not even, we're, I'm not even like on the Dune planet yet. Oh, yeah. You're not even out of the preface? He's not in Arrakis yet. Yeah, I'm not on, I'm not in... Is it like a fast pace? Like, is I mean, it's like a long book, but is it like a fast paced read? Like, is it interesting? I mean, yeah, it's like interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm eager to get back to it. Maybe yeah. I'll read it. Uh, yeah, reading that. Uh, been listening to music. Been listening to uh, TK. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Oh, that that's actually something I have listened to. She's really good. Maidza, yeah, she's like an Australian yeah. rapper. She's pretty good. Uh, you should check her out. And uh, I haven't watched any movies or anything this week. Nice. Jackson? Yeah, I haven't watched anything since uh, JFK. But since my uh, thoughts on that haven't been published anywhere, I'll just repeat where anywhere it might have been published. But uh, one of the most important movies I've ever seen, um, you know. Like the Zapruder film? What are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, just where his head gets blown off. The Zapruder film is on Letterboxd. It's on the (laughs) Zapruder Uh, it's three it's, stars for me it, it's on no uh like the oliver stone movie have you oh, seen okay. it josh i've not highly recommend the government's trying to you don't you don't know anything is it like about like the backstory of it like no, how no, the no. cia did it no it's about the one guy that um prosecuted somebody for the assassination only one person has been prosecuted for jfk's assassination it's about that Oh. And he was found, the guy was found not guilty. Um, you know, big, uh, big gay rights movie too, you know, kind of a uh, B-plot. How does that play there. into it? You just got to watch. Was JFK gay? Is that like the... No, no. <laughs> they did it. Yes. Uh, they were behind JFK it. Gay as hell for all of that fat ass in front of them. Yeah. That's a classic meme. Uh, but, wait, what is the meme? 
<laughs> where he's dead in the car and like Jackie Kennedy is like climbing over the car and it looks like he's just asleep and it's like yeah. JFK gay as hell for falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um too true. Wow. Truth <laughs> truth to power. Uh they yeah, great movie. Uh it just it's just so much, you know, so much you learn. And it's all it's all you know, there's some probably like artistic liberties in there, but uh, you know, for the most part, it's uh, it's all backed by facts. So that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, most important movie I've ever seen. Wake up, America! Wake up. Good, good stuff. And then have I listened to anything? I don't think. Let me look at my Spotify. Like songs? Nope. I'm still, last like song is "You Dropped the Bomb on Me" from uh, a couple episodes ago. So still sitting at uh, 1366 like songs. What do you guys like song counts? Like uh, 8,583. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Mine is 3,064. Wow. 620. I used Apple Music for like three years, though. Mm. I don't like whole albums, though. I don't know. That'll get your numbers up real quick. That's true. Anyway, Adam. Hi. Um, I watched Ocean's Eleven, finally. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Good heist. It was fun. Just the boys hanging out. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, last night I watched House of a Thousand Corpses. It's a Rob Zombie movie. Um, it's just like kind of like a spin on a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's pretty crazy. Is it a horror or is it like comedy? Yeah, it is. Okay. And then there's a sequel that I need to watch. I'm trying to watch that this week. It's on Hulu if anyone's interested. Rob uh, Zombie seems like a cool Seems chill. With it, a name like that. With a name like Smucker. His girlfriend slash wife plays the like slut girl in it. It's crazy. Um, music. I've been diving into Nine Inch Nails. I hurt myself today, baby. Yeah, yeah to see if I still feel. Um, yeah, insane they covered us. <laughs> yeah, pretty sick. Um, and then I'm still reading my year of rest and relaxation. Yeah, well, uh, Freddy slash... Uh, Let's get him back in here. <laughs> Buzz, welcome back. Freddy, how was your meeting? Uh, it, was, uh, it was an important meeting. That's, That's all I'll say. Awesome. Um, great to have you. Uh, yeah. Anything you need to plug? Uh, no. Cool. Uh, yeah. Subscribe to the Patreon. Follow uh, him on, add him on LinkedIn. Uh, connect with Freddie on LinkedIn. Hey, congrats on reaching 500 followers. Yeah, 500 connections. 500 plus. It's hard to believe. You weren't even trying. Nope. They came to me. Yeah. I just click accept. Uh-huh. All right. Um, you want to say it, Nathan? Good night, insider traders. Yeah. All right. Bye.